Uh, thank you for tuning in to um, your journey. Um, I invited another guest back to the to the show. His name is Elliot Eddie, and he's a, a entrepreneur. And uh, I brought him to the show because I want him to tell everybody and teach everybody, give a little bit um, basic information for how to create and start your own business, and you know, start from the ground up. You know, so you know, you can promote your own business, start your own business. And a lot of people look for some people to put them on. Some people uh, look for other people to uh, sign them and, and you know, paying a lot of people a whole lot of money to distribute them and so forth. So, uh, Mr. Eddie, I'm going to give you the floor and I'll introduce yourself a little bit and uh, uh, tell us some of the things of how people can create their own business and promote it. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here with you again. I appreciate you calling me back. Uh, you know, I think this is a good topic because it's important for people to understand that they can harness their own power, they can harness their own skills and talents and put that to work for themselves. Uh, I'll tell you a little quick story. Uh, maybe about, this was two or year 2000, I started doing films. I used to do a lot of theater and when I'm, I was in California, so I wanted to do make my own films. Um, so I did my first film, it was called Unborn, Unborn Sins. Now after I was always looking for a deal. So a month after I finished it and did the screening, I got a worldwide distribution deal, Maxim Media Entertainment. Um, it was for it was a worldwide deal. So and I was happy. Gave them the rights to it. They had international rights. So they took the movie and they went they went around selling it. They sold it. It was in seven different languages. It was in a bunch of different countries. But the problem came in every time I got my royalty statement. Although the movie was selling and it was selling in the U.S. and abroad, every time I got my royalty statement, not only did I not make any money, but I always owed them. It seemed like every time I got I got a royalty statement four times a year, and each time I would owe them like $1,200, $1,700, $1,800. And I couldn't figure out why, because it seems like the movie was making money. But then they start kicking me with, oh, we got these costs and these costs and these costs. So it always ended up as a, as a net loss for me. Um, it took me 10 years to get the masters back from that movie. 10 years. That means for that 10 years, they still had the right to sell it. They were still selling it and making, it mo making money. So after I made the movie 10 years later, they made money, but I never made a penny. From that moment on, uh, now I was really all about entrepreneurship before that, but from that moment on, I said, you know what? I'm not going to let anybody else take any, get any money, get paid off of my talents and my skills, all the stuff that I put together. So from that moment on, the, the other movie, independent films that I did, I got worldwide distribution, but I did it myself. Uh, all of the books that I've written, I've got them published worldwide, but I did it myself. Everything that I do, I'm really on this do-it-yourself kick. All right, so now that was the story just to give you a little bit of idea because, you know, a lot of people out here have, have a lot of talent. You know, you have singers, you have the traditional, you have singers, you have actors, you have models, uh, and a lot of them have immense talent. The problem is when you look at a bunch of different industries like the entertainment industries amongst others, it sucks you dry. The purpose of, of a lot of things in there is to take what you have, to suck it out of you. Somebody makes money on it, not, but not you. And then eventually let you leave you high and dry, leave you hanging because you only get a small percentage of the people that are actually making money off of their own talent. So I put it to everyone, no matter what your talent and skill is, you owe it to yourself to try to figure out a way to enter into the world, do what you love, but figure out a way that you are the person that capitalizes off of those skills. So just to give you a, a good example, most people don't know that um, if you are a music artist, you don't have to sign to someone else. You want to, people, there's only really like what, four or five uh, companies all together anyway. And you got millions of people that are putting out, you know, millions of people that have music that they're trying to put out. But all, not all those people, you're going to get a small amount of people that get to those companies. However, you have people that are actually making money. My man uh, Nipsey, before he passed away, he made money off the music thing, selling them out. And I can't tell you how many people I know that was selling them out the trunk of their cars. Uh, people say, oh, well, I don't want to do all that. I want to put in that work. But those people putting in work made money. You know, what I, from what I understand from him, he so instead of selling, you know, a thousand CD, you know, selling, you know, a hundred thousand CDs at ten thousand, he sold a thousand CDs at a thousand dollars. You know, he put a he put a value on his, and people paid him because he put value on what he had, and he gained the profit from that. So my point is, no matter what it is that you do, put a value. 
on what you do. Understand that you have something that you have to give to the world and don't be afraid to go out there and do a little work and chart it for yourself. Start your own business, start your own production company, start your own label. You know what I'm saying? Start your own uh, modeling company, start your own film company. A lot of people don't realize that they have things with like Amazon on demand with Amazon on demand. They put the, they put the power in people's hands. So if you are a model, and you know uh, uh, someone who is a, let's say, a producer, an artist. Did you know that you two can get together, film, as long as you have a 20-minute 20 20 uh, project, you can get film yourself walking up and down the streets in different, in different outfits, let a music artist put some of their original music behind that, put it up on Amazon On Demand, and now you are getting paid because anybody who downloads that, they're going to pay at least like $3 for $3.25. You're going to get at least half of that, if not 80% of that. So that means those same skills of you just walking and showing off whatever it is you do, you can get paid for it yourself instead of trying to give it to somebody else, uh, wait, you know, just hold on to your dream and you know, send out all this stuff and wait for somebody to try to pick you up while your life is moving on. Get paid on it yourself. You know, find ways that you can start your own company and get paid off of your skills yourself. Create yourself an audience. You know, there's, I know for every, every music artist, there are, there's someone out there that wants to hear your music. So get your ASCAP, get your BMI, so that, and then instead of thinking, I'm going to go, I'm going to the producers and, you know, the Def Jams, why don't you go ahead and get your, get your paperwork straight, create your own company, then get your ASCAP and BMI, and then take it to these internet stations, send it out there. Start off with the college radio, start getting some spins so you can start getting a little bit of that money. Because 100% of that money is better than no percent of the big money. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of letting somebody else do it. So we have to start harnessing our own power. And people think it's hard to start a company, hard to get. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. People charge you thousands of dollars to start a company. These are things that you can do yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just understanding the process. You know, what do you need? What is a company? company a legal company, you're starting something, let's say an LLC or a corporation. That is just filing paperwork with the state. Filing paperwork. So the main thing you need to know is what's the difference? You know, should I start an LLC? Should I start a corporation? Is it a C Corp, S Corp? It's just some basic information that you need. All right, so you have you yourself as a sole proprietor. That's if you go out here and do anything, it's a sole proprietor. That's you. That's you, that's you doing it under your name. So that means if anybody comes out here and they try to sue you as a sole proprietor, who are they going to sue? They're going to sue you. They're going to sue you for everything you got because you're doing the business in your name. However, if you get an LLC, what's an LLC? A limited liability corporate company. That means you got some liability, but it's limited. Doing a sole proprietorship, it's not limited. You have all the liability. So when you set up this company, you're protecting yourself. Limited liability company costs you, what, $75 to set up? It gives you all of the protections. A corporation costs you maybe $125 to set up, but it, it gives you the corporations. You know, these big companies, these huge multinational companies, they are corporations. They pay 100 and something dollars to set up get 50 million shares of stock and they doing business. You know what I'm saying? So now if you, so now if you come and try to sue me and I have a corporation, <laughs> you ain't getting nothing, nothing. Because there are people who have started umbrella corporation, meaning a basic corporation and then do a division. A division is like a DBA or a fictitious business for a corporation. So it says my corporation is Zenith incorporated. And I want to do, I want to open up a, uh, a bed, you know, place where I can sell mattresses. So I say, okay, I'm going to call it um, Big E's Mattress Warehouse. So I go in and I pay $12. And now I have another company called Big E's Ware Mattress Warehouse. And then I put all the stuff in Big E's Mattress Warehouse. I get everything in that name. Put all, get the mattresses. Now I can go buy mattresses wholesale from the manufacturer just because I paid that extra $12 and I'm an official business. I make all that money. Somebody slips and falls in that company. Well, my, cor my corporate structure owns that company. So everything that company has belongs to the corporate structure. So maybe it was, maybe it was lent. You know, they had a deal and they end up repossessing it from my corporate structure. My, my big corporate repossesses from the small one. So now the small one don't, doesn't own anything. So you can get what you can try to get from it. 
you can do what you <laughs> I mean you you can do what you want but you know these are these are things that people have been doing these big you know these big people have been doing for years you know how do you think you get a company like Amazon that made 11.9 billion dollars last year and paid zero dollars in taxes zero dollars in taxes how many people you know paid more than zero dollars in taxes last year right all, all the working class people yeah, so th- this is this is the power of of businesses. This is the power of setting up, you know, corporations and setting up LLCs. You know, uh, the president that we have in there right now, big businessman. Most of the tax cuts that he that he uh, that he's made goes toward businesses and the one percent. So if you're gonna if you're gonna be in the game, you might as well learn the game so you can play the game. Get off the bench, get into it. So yeah, look at ownership. It's about ownership. So basically what you're telling Mr. Eddie, let's say fancy, let's we know how much for fans like minority black people. Uh to be such in poverty, we do spend a whole lot of money, like for instance, people spend more money on rims and weave than what you're talking about. Yes, sir. Spend over a thousand dollars, thousands of dollars struggling, but they'll do whatever they but they hustle to get the money to get the rims, the Jordans. And things, and and then and, and, uh, they they put value in the stock and things that uh, depreciate. But mm-hmm. yeah, if they add up all the money, the, they actually spend on material things and still be broke. They had enough, really, a lot of money to compare it to, you know, based on what you're saying to start a business a long time ago. Yeah, man, and I mean, look, here's here's the thing: it's it's, it's just a game, you know. Let's say you want you like Jordans. And you want to have Jordans. And that's what you're trying to have. That's, you know, to each his own. But at least put it on a business level. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and start your company. And then open you up and build you out a shoe store. Pay that little $12. Get you a, a shoe store. So that way now you can go back to these sneaker companies and say, hey, I am a shoe store selling shoes. Let me get those Jordans. But let me get them at the wholesale price. So you're not paying the retail price. So now you can go ahead just like any other game. You know, we grew up people in the hood hustling, you know, go ahead and get, get them shoes wholesale, sell you about 10 pairs so you can get yours for free. You understand? I mean, if you're going to do it, you got to, you got come on, let's, let's think big now. Let's think big. That's, that's a good idea. I never thought about that because, because the amount of money they're paying on Jordans, they can probably get a whole lot of them for the wholesale prize. I know wholesale prize really ain't that much. I see products where people get some products for wholesale prize. Uh, wholesale prize be like $5. They're putting the stuff in their store for $20. It's a market. Yes, the wholesale price is like little, nothing really compared to what, what you profit. I feel it's almost like double or tripling your money. Yes, sir. So that's the thing, man. We just have to, we have to think in a different way. You know, we can't just think as consumers. We have to think as producers. And producers do, and this is what a lot of people have grown up doing this. You know, how can I get this? Well, now just take it to a different level. And just say, okay, well, let me look at it as a business. I can open up a car shop or I can open up a business, call it, you know, JT Rims. And now I can go to the rim manufacturer and say, hey, man, I got a, I got a business. Here's my EIN number. Here's my Duns and Bradstreet number. Here's my sales tax number. All of this, which is free, you don't pay for EIN. You don't pay for Duns and Bradstreet. You don't pay for a state sales tax number. You don't even pay for the sales and use tax where you can get things, where you can buy stuff and not pay taxes on it. You just charge taxes when you sell it and pay, and the taxes they pay, you just go and get the state their money. You know what I'm saying? So we can get this stuff and do it that way and just say, hey, man, I want to get these rims. Give me, give me, you know, give me two. Send me five five sets of rims, and you go on sell four and keep the ones you want. I mean, you know, come so, on, you. Can- so you basically what you tell me the people who big so so you basically saying this it's a fair game, but we're just not educated about how to do it. Because the business people that seem like they get stuff a little nothing, but they make a lot of money, but they ain't spending a lot of money. And I was and a lot of people say, well, these people because you know when I when I was growing up in a younger age, and um, thankful I have you know I've a lot more mature and I got more wise and thankful. I'm under a leader by the name of um, uh, Paul Rafu. Um, he's a spiritual leader. He, he taught, taught me so much about life and, and learning. Uh, so that's, that's where I seek out information like what you give him because, uh, you know, it teaches us about business. He said most of our problems are our problems, not the government, not the president. We just don't have the information we need to be successful because 
uh, really what the president doing to us nothing really we you might not like them but what are the president doing to stop us from from having uh, a financial wonderful life nothing you know what I'm saying it might have a few rules but at the end of the day no matter who in the house you can't blame somebody who's in the white house for your problems for your economic problems so that's why i brought you to the platform because you know um what you're saying is very powerful and um is i'm beginning to think you know like the way you breaking it down i'm not saying anybody can really do this basically and you say the seven stuff to get us for free but i guess that if you put information in the book and people don't read <laughs> that you will never know this because because what I want to do is in the end of this program, I most definitely want you to uh, uh, the day any websites or anything how people can actually uh, go to the process or links and stuff I can give them and share with them. Or, yeah, absolutely. Because if you do, I want you to give them to me so I can put them in the description box of this video description box for certain things like for music, books, or whatever. I want you know different links and processes because what you're saying, you may say like, you know. Twelve dollars ain't no money. Seventy-five dollars ain't no money. Hundred dollars ain't no money. Two hundred dollars really ain't no money compared to all the money we don't waste and threw away. In order to get to spend that kind of money, in order to get some for wholesale price, we could save a whole lot of money on things. And you could actually probably work a job, not making a whole lot of money, but since you got a licensed wholesale price to get the wholesale price, you better afford the same thing everybody else is paying two, three hundred dollars for. Yes, sir. So you know, I know. Um, like for example, my wife used to do. Uh, she used to do. Um, clothing sales back in the day. She would go to New York and she would get a whole bunch of clothing that they were selling boxes and, you know, you get a box of stuff and you would get it at a wholesale price. You come back and rip, go through the box, see what you got and then she would take it to, you know, she would take it to the little uh, beauty shops or whatever and try to post up and sell that. All right. Good hustle. Was able to make some money. But here's the thing. For them to be able to sell you a box full of clothes at wholesale so that you can make all this money, how much are they getting those clothing for? Getting that clothing for? Because you know they make it some money in order to sell it to you at wholesale. So what they're doing is they got the manufacturers over in China that they've contacted and say, hey, let me get a pallet of this clothing that you sent over, that you got over here, and I'm paying two cents. For it. And then I come back and say, hey, man, I will wholesale this to you for 10 cents. And you're going, hey, 10 cents on the dollar? That is great. I'm going to make a grip. But they've made a grip. You know, it's that I remember when I, when I finally realized I looked at the NBA because I love basketball. I finally, me and my boy was talking about the NBA and we were looking at some, I think at some time Shaq, I think it was Shaq. He had just gotten some deal with LA, with LA. Um, making something like $180 million a year. We sat down and we was like, you know what? That's good. That's good cake. $180 million. Well, it wasn't a year. It was like over five years or something. We was like, that's good cake. You know, $180 million. Then we sat down and said, but what about the person who's writing him the check for $180 million? How much is he making? See, so you understand? We have, to, we have to start thinking a bit higher than we're thinking. We have to think about the ownership, right? So because the only person on the team who owns the team, they making some bank that they can pay him 180 million and have 11 other players that they can pay several, several, several tens of millions. So we got to think about the ownership. It's not just about getting in the league and making 180. Let's start thinking about, well, how can we own the league and pay out 180? So it's, it's, it's just a mindset, you know, anything that we are doing, anything that you do that you have in your hand, any gift that you have in your hand, you can monetize that, right? People think that they can't. So let's say you have a book. I have a cousin who has nine children, nine children. Uh, we grew up together. She has nine children. Now, I know that back in the day, that's that probably ain't nothing. But to me, nine kids is a lot of kids. So I'm talking to her one day and I'm like, well, you know, what do you want to, you know, what do you want to do? You, you know, you could do something to make some extra money. So I was like, well, you know, she's thinking, well, I don't have anything. I said, well, why don't you write a book? She said, what am I going to write a book about? I'm like, girl, you got nine kids. You know, think about this. There are people out there who have five kids who are having a heck of a time. You've had nine. So you got some experience. You got some information. You done been through something that you can share with someone else. Those people with five kids, they would love to hear that. Those people with three kids, would love. there's people with one child who are catching hell. And what you have is information, information that can help somebody else realize something or handle something or be able to do something that they didn't know that they could do.
So everything that we have, whether it's information, whether it's an actual skill, there's always something that we have that we can monetize. And by monetizing, I mean, there's something that we have that is of value to someone else because it's all about providing value. What can I provide of value to someone else that they need that I can make some money off of? And I don't have to kill them on a price. I just have to provide the value. And how do I do that? So business, you definitely want to have a business. You definitely want to, you definitely want to structure a business because you got to play the game by the rules. You know, there's taxes, but like I said, you know, do made almost $12 million, $12 billion and paid no taxes. Now I'm not saying everybody's going to make 12 billion and not pay no taxes, but I said everybody can make a lot of money and you can plan your taxes, you know? So with my, let's say, for example, I have a uh, tax preparation company. So I do taxes. I go to my clients. So that means now, every time I get in that car and drive to a client, that's tax deductible for me. Every piece of paper I buy, it's tax deductible for me. If I buy a pen, it's tax deductible. You know, certain things that I do in order to run that business is tax deductible. So I can take that right off the top. So that means if I made, let's say I made $10,000, but I'm taking off these expenses, I'm not paying taxes on $10,000. I'm paying taxes on less because I got expenses. I'm running out my house. So now that means my house is my office. So I can take a portion of my rent off for taxes. I can take a portion of my light bills off for taxes. I can take a portion of my internet off for taxes. You know, there's a lot of things you can do. And it's the same thing in any business, right? If you are artists, look at all the things you can take off. You can get your money and still have, and still have expenses coming off. So you can actually make money and not have to pay taxes on all of that money. That's what the big boys do. That is so smart. That's so smart because I know a lot of people who do music and stuff, they don't think at that level. They're looking for somebody to sign and so they just start their own uh, music company, business company, and know how to go through the, the process of having things. They can save out the receipts there that they buy for the equipment and studio and so forth, and they and they and um and and, fight, and since they got that that thing, they, they everything do even traveling, so they they can be self self reliant. They can they can they can provide. They can make the money and and and, and uh, save money off their own work. Mm-hmm. And then make, and then monetize that. So let's say if I own if I own a movie com- uh a music company right now, what I would do is I would find I would put out my music. I would also get other artists. Come on, let's put them on. Then I would go ahead and say, okay, here's the music that we got, and I got 10 people on my roster. All 10 of these people know people, so we can monetize that. So now I would probably say, Yo, well, let's put something out. I would probably do the video so I can put it on Amazon so I can make so I can make money on that. And this, now it's just about marketing, getting it out there. So I'll say, okay, I'm going to put this to all my people. I'm going to put it to – and you, 10, put it to all your people. If each person brought in 10 people, that's what? That's 11 people times 10. That's 110 people right off the bat. Oh, well, actually, yeah, 110, 11, 110 people right off the bat that we have reached to, who have reached to other people. So now I can actually make money off of our skills. Everybody put in. Everybody has to eat. You got to be fair about it. You know, you, gotta, you can't just take everything for yourself. You got to be fair. But as long as you're giving somebody a fair deal, they'll jump in on it. So everybody's moving. Everybody's marketing. Cause that's what really that's where it comes down to. You can have you know you can have a signed deal with a company. Nobody's gonna pick up your music if you're not marketing it. And marketing means just letting the people know what you got. Just letting the people know what you got. You're on Facebook anyway. We're on Instagram anyway. Why not let them know what you got? Why wouldn't I go ahead and push your stuff? You know, push your video so that you can get paid. Because it all comes back to us anyway. Right. So we have to think we have to think about how can we harness all of our power to reach all of the people that we have access to so that everybody gets paid. But I would create a structure. I wouldn't necessarily me myself the way I think now, I wouldn't go after a record deal with somebody else. I would create the record deal and then I would create uh, I would create uh, my my uh, my world, basically, who I'm selling it to, how I'm selling it to. That way I get to keep autonomy. I get to say what I want to say. The reason I ask you is because I know some people. I, as a young guy, I talked to. He's a very uh, gifted uh, artist. His really his whole family is. He's kind of struggling right now, and um, he got very. You know, he's he's a very good artist. Uh, he's just upcoming. He's local in my area. He named uh, uh, Camp Nowhere, and I'll tell him about you. And I said, man, I said, you got a lot of talent, but you got to work on your talent. And uh, he tried to figure out how to get his money. His you knows talent out there and make money, and. Um, 
and I think this will help him a lot in his music. In his music, he's, he got talent, but um, he's trying to figure out how to get his music and stuff out there. You know, you know, he perform here. He just start performing, you know, a little bit. He got a good video. I'm gonna send you a link to his video on YouTube, and I want you to give me your opinion of, of his talent. And because um, I got people in my area who got talent, I know they got talent, but they they wait for somebody to sign in and pick them up when they can just be doing their own thing and making money. And he don't know the simple information, how he starts his own company and stuff, I don't think. And as a young lady also, I'll be interviewing, supposed to be trying to get an interview. She do paintings. She do her own painting designs on, like, painting paintings and paintings on shirts and stuff. And, um, uh, but I don't know, I don't know if she, like, like what type of copyright she got or how she going about getting her clothes to be designed. You know, like, I don't know if she's, you know, have all the stuff to get stuff for the wholesale price, know what the market or whatever. You know, I know she have her own website, but I don't know exactly uh, to what level of um, protection she have for ownership. You know what I'm talking about, right? Um, for is, is this and this and that. And that's why I brought you on. And the stuff you're saying is, is so is so amazing. And, um, it, you know, it made me want to look at some things because you, you, you got a good idea how – if. if like if you got a team and they playing player players from even football, basketball, all the players they collectively probably they probably put out probably about I don't know maybe at least two hundred million dollars for all the players. You know, what's football probably more, you know, somewhere there. But basketball is a little smaller. But yeah, so how much the owners make? Well, we know they're making billions of dollars, and and I think if I'm mistaken, like I know when the NFL comes to the city, the NFL team itself don't even pay for all the uh, expenses of the of the stadium. The city paid for it because it's a uh, money attraction. It's like advertising. So I know when the NFL team comes to certain cities, the cities put up most of the money, and out of taxpayer dollars, because like a, it's coming like a you know like I said tourist attraction, or whatever. And so I found that out, and that's that's amazing. Ain't no so you mean tell me a city will pay a team to come, and a taxpayer probably sure it's come from taxpayers' money just to pay put the team up. They paying uh, you know like half the millions of dollars to build a stadium. I mean, that's amazing though, but you know, things people decide a lot of people know so a lot of people may think, but well, where my tax going down go to an NFL team, you might ain't like football. But you no, know, the teams will move to the city, go here, put up over half half the money, a little bit more. And and it's and, and it's strange that the city can afford to do that. You know what I'm saying? And the owners still make money and save some money by putting up the state and can't even spend all their money, uh, or the whoever that was of, of doing the team. But anyway, uh I see how you guys are thinking on a, on a, on a greater uh, business level. And uh, I'm curious, do your board game shares, um, has a lot of these uh, tips and secrets in there in the board game? Well, yeah, it has, it has situations that get you thinking that way. Okay. So there are four decks of cards, and each one of those decks has it's a different subject. But what the decks do is it'll give you a situation – or it'll give you a choice of something to do. Now, in the situation, it'll make the situations are written so that it'll make you think, well, what kind of choices do I have? What can I do? So, for example, you might get something in a marketing card that says, um, what they say you've started your business and you have whatever kind of business you have. And this the marketing card might say, well, you have the opportunity to become a vendor at a jazz festival to uh, of your product. You know, if you choose, and it's but it's going to cost you twenty thousand dollars. If you choose not to do it, you can walk away. Or if you choose to do, you pay the twenty thousand, roll the dice, and if you get, you know, multiply by, you know, multiply your roll by X amount of dollars. So there's a chance that you could make money, but there's a chance that you could lose money. So now a card like that, if you have, let's say, a you know, t-shirt business or you have a nursing business, the thought is now, well, wow, can I actually take my nursing business to an event, set up a table as a vendor? Would that actually, and let's say it cost me $75 to get on, get in that list, would that actually help my business make money? So it gives you situations that entrepreneurs do and possibilities that you can do, um, choices that you can make that you can apply to yourself, if that makes sense. Um, so it gives you all of these things. I'll tell you, my neighbor has a, uh, she was uh, she was 11 years old at the time. She's an artist. She likes to draw. She was drawing portraits. So she had this big portrait that she drew that she was trying to sell for $35. 11-year-old girl, mind you. She played the game, the entrepreneur game, and then came back the next night and said, you know what? Instead of me trying to sell this painting, this uh, drawing for $35, what I should do is make copies of it and then sell the copies for $5 each. 
now that's the mind of an 11 year old after playing the game because now she said okay instead of trying to get all my bread at once why don't I do something so I can make it into smaller slices and then over time I can get much more instead of I can find 10 people to pay $10 instead of you know one person to try to pay 35 so it gets you thinking about how you can run your business and how does that apply let me show you how it applies to real life let's say you're a baller you like playing basketball you wanted to get in the league, but you couldn't get you couldn't get in the league for whatever reason. College didn't want to put you on the squad or whatever. All right. But let's say I live in I live in Virginia. So I say I'm a baller, I live in Richmond, Virginia. All I ever loved was ball. I don't like nothing else. So one of the things that I might do is say, okay, well, what if I go ahead and start my business, start a company, and then under my company I said, All right, well, I'm gonna go to Hopewell and say, Yo, why don't you get it why don't y'all get up a team in Hopewell? And then I'm going to go to Chesterfield, I'm going to go to Chester, I'm going to go to Richmond, I'm going to go to Ashland and all these different places. And I'm going to say, hey, why don't y'all, as a, as a little city, get a basketball team together? And then I'm just going to put a league together. And by putting a league, what I mean is I'm going to find a gym where we can play, we'll put a schedule, and I'm going to say, okay, well, let's go ahead and play in this gym. Now I got to deal with the gym owner that says, hey, you know, whenever they come in, they're going to pay, you know, the, the fans of all these people because you got all these people balling and you know they got people that's coming to, coming out with them. I'm going to say, okay, they're going to pay $10 to get in to see this basketball game, and I'm going to throw a little – I might have a little uh, little entertainment in there too. So now I made $10. I kicked back a couple of dollars to the, to the gym. Then I said, well, let me bring in some vendors. Vendors kicked me a couple of dollars so that they can make money. So this is a way that even as a basketball player, I don't have to be in the league to make money and still do what I love to do, which is basketball. All I have to do is find out a way – to make to make to take that same talent to same same skills and put it to work you can do this with anything anything there's always a way we don't have to wait for somebody else so before we get off i'm gonna show you i'm gonna give you the steps to exactly on how to open up the llc how to get business credits i'm gonna give you all that stuff real quick but right now we just uh, okay now another question i'm asking real quick can you hear me yeah i got you okay our life fences, um that's a good idea that you that you teach people how to um to do that because what you got them doing is uh you got them uh life fence like the, the girl with the painting she just make duplicates of the painting and sell it and, it, and she don't have to worry about keep on painting a whole lot of different paintings and say that painting just she don't worry about sending painting sell a many and all of that you don't have to be greedy to make money to make a lot of money if you keep it reasonable at a uh, at a certain level, you can you know if you you buy it, you can pay for it at a reasonable price. You can sell it for a reasonable price without being greedy, and people will, will probably buy it a lot quicker. So I didn't think about that because I like when I think about McDonald's, I think about the dollar menu at the McDonald's. <laughs> mm-hmm. They make a lot of money because it's easy to get people to spend a dollar, mm-hmm. and so they know they ain't cost them little nuts to make those hamburgers and how they who they getting it from and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just thinking about that. Yeah, you know, if you send a dollar, man, you know, they probably ain't spend a whole lot on the meat and stuff like that. But they are making a lot of money because they know that dollar, man, you're holding them up. Mm-hmm. So they, because easy to get a whole lot of people to spend a dollar, but all that dollar add up. So you don't have to be greedy uh, to make money either. And so I was looking at it from perspective. So a lot of people say, I need, I need to make money, money, money. And I know, like, for instance, like sometimes, you know, um, I think, you know, I think uh, that's good for black people to know that they don't necessarily have to uh, spend a lot of money and charge a lot of money to make a lot of money. If they sell a whole lot of, like I said, for a reasonable price, people will be more inclined to buy it and have to be in, and being greedy because all that money add up, you know, because mm-hmm. you want to sell something for a, a reasonable price too, though. You don't have to, um, like you say, you know, I know that don't cost a lot, but at a certain while, the reason why Jordan, uh, people said if so high as Jordan because the value of how people see Jordan. So it may cost them like eighteen and fifteen dollars to buy the shoes and sell it for two hundred, because Jordan's name is market so big, the people were willing to pay two hundred dollars for the twenty dollars shoes. Yeah, and if you can build value, then that's great because it's all about that value. You know, you build build the value. So you got Jordans cost that much. I also have a pair of Starberry from Stephon Marbury. They cost me like thirty dollars. They all right, you know, they sneakers. They cool. So, but it's about building value. You know, what is this going to do for them? You don't kill people, but you know, if you got something to value, you can, you also can't be scared to put it out there. Like hey, that. To, to charge it, to charge. 
Because people, you know what I'm saying? People buy what they want. They're going to do what they want. They're going to buy what they want. You know what I'm saying? Somebody will come and tell me, oh, well, um, your game, your game is $49.99. That's way too much. And then I would tell them, well, look at all the games that's in that space. You know, there's only three games that's in that space that's going to teach you like this. One costs $79.99, one costs $89.99, and one costs $129.99. I'm at $49.99. You know what I'm saying? If you go out there and you buy, uh, you buy um, a leapfrog or you buy one of those educational toys, you're gonna spend between fifty to eighty dollars to ninety dollars for that. You know what I'm saying? So if you go out there and you buy two K twenty, you're gonna spend sixty dollars, and that has no educational value. So pe- so people, so people will pay for what they what they want. So it's about the value. What do you get? What are you getting for it? Right. So, you know, even, you know, so you have to keep that in mind, because even though I'm in a space where I have a board game and you got a, you got, um, you know, like Monopoly, that's, you can get that for $29.99. Monopoly's been out there for a hundred years. Yeah, I made that. You know, yeah, a hundred years. So, that, you know, 29 and, and they're getting their stuff from China where they're paying nothing, you know, as opposed to, like, for example, mine's is made here in the USA. So I don't have any, you know, I have these poison little, you know, these little poison, uh, paints and all that stuff in it my stuff is made right here so and it costs more to make something in in the u.s i mean so you know there's a lot of factors and in, in yeah, things I, I i didn't know that i didn't think about that because you know like i so 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 that's actually good because I, when you brought that statement up um yours about quality as well yeah and so i didn't think about that a lot of people said well you know what because it's educational and you got quality because there's a lot of stuff made in China that's not safe, and we don't know what kind of chemicals and dyes in the in the quality. So while mm-hmm. people say, oh, it's cheap, it may look good, but like you said, um, we don't know if some of that stuff, you just brought that up, it's interesting, I didn't think about that. You don't know mm-hmm. what the safety hazard is behind that cheap stuff either. Oh, yeah, and there's some hazards. <laughs> there's some hazards. And so that's another thing to look at when it comes to education. While you can't get it from China, but what are the, what are the, uh, what are the side effects and, and, comp- and whatever you're compromising? Or cheaper price as well, so that's why I wouldn't do it, and that's why, and that's part of the reason why you know, and like I said, it's cheap compared to everything else. But part of the reason is, you know, I could have gotten it from China, and I could have got my price down, and I could have sold it, you know, got my price lower, and I would have been able to sell it for lower. But you know, somebody played a game for five years, and the next thing you know, they sitting at the table doing all this because they've been, you know, putting arsenic and, and poison right. into their eyes and mouth by touching their, you know, touching the game and then touching their. And kids so, always and kids always playing with everything, and so your kids got some type of maybe disease defect from the chemicals, and they, the doctors can't figure out what's wrong with them. The kids pick up everything. You think, well, I don't got nothing poisonous in my house. You think about the little game board, yeah, so. those cases. But I know a lot of people have gone to China, so that's all something to know, something to think about. I didn't think about that because um, maybe, it, it, I mean, maybe there may be some things, maybe some good and bad. I don't know because. Uh, I most definitely want to get this information out or uh, whatever you got to offer to people, how to store and, and probably some, uh, for people who are conscious about quality, which a lot of people don't know. Something like some people buy things the way they look before they like, like there's some cars out there in the market, right? They look good and everything. Some cars is not better than the other cars and they're paying more money for it. Then you got some cars that, um, made the parts of cheap components and you're paying a whole lot of money for, it, but the quality ain't good. And the durability ain't that good, and you're paying a lot of money for it. But so it's, when it comes to what, getting your money worth, um, you know, it's hard to find people who do uh, honest business because everybody's looking for something cheap and get quick quick cash. And I know a lot of things that products that we buy out of China, the quality really ain't that good. You know what I'm saying? And it's cheap too, but it don't last as long. It's not as durable. And I was just wondering, though, is anything made in America anymore that's worth anything? The entrepreneur game is exactly <laughs> I don't know about the rest of that stuff, but this is so. Yeah, you you know you. I think you have to think about your customers. You know, people that you're providing stuff to as part of your business, because um, you have to provide value, and then you have to really think about your customers. Because if you don't take care of your people, you're not going to be in business for very long. You know, yeah, so you get sued. Got <laughs> something that put you in. if they if you don't sue, you get no money. Your name would be tarnished. Yeah, and that One means thing, a lot. Yeah, your name, your name, whole weight. Even though you might not sue you personally, it would affect your money long run because everybody can say the word of mouth is, "Hey, don't buy that, don't buy that, don't buy that." And, yeah, and the internet is the internet is powerful nowadays. You know, you put something on the internet, it's gonna last forever, and people will put stuff out there just just because. 
You know, so right, you want to try right. to, you know, you want to try to maintain your, maintain, and what it, what it is, is called maintaining your brand, you know, because your name is going to really, it's going to fall down to a brand, you know, so when they say, hear that word, they're going to associate it with something, quality, uh, scams, you know, uh, good business deal, uh, don't, you know, don't mess with him, you know, they're going to associate it with something and that's your brand. Yeah. You know, I, got, I got people I know that's going to be late for everything. So when you drop their name, I mean, like, yeah, man, but I need to be on time, so I can't mess with them. You know, it's because that's their brand. <laughs> their brand is, I'm going to be 20, 30 minutes late. True. What's your I, brand? Because I know I know that's, that's a biblical uh, thing, too, is uh, is that uh, a man's name, I know, I think it's this man's name work a lot, some, something like that. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but I know a name is like money now. Like anything, like Jordan put his name on anything, it's going it's to make money just because his name is on it. Yeah. It's what the name represents. So his name become like money. I was saying people, your name become money. You know, it's, it's only just the, just the name itself. That word, word is powerful. Say word. Your name is a mm-hmm. word. So I guess word is very powerful. What that mm-hmm. word means, what that name means. Because everything it represents behind that. It's behind that name. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What you put in, well, I guess what you pour into it, what you uh, pour into that name, basically. Yes, sir. So, yeah, so keep that in mind. You know, you got to keep that in mind when you're doing business. But, um, yeah, it's back to what we were talking about in the beginning because I, I, okay. I think I got sidetracked. Yeah, I messed you up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so these businesses, you can do them. There's just uh, some basic structure. Most people know how to do what they do. You know, whatever, like I said, whatever you have in your hand, that's what you do. All right, whatever skills you have, that's what you do. But you have to have some you have to have some basic structure behind it. Because you can get a lot of things and you can do go a lot of places and do a lot of things as long as you set it up right. So the first thing you do is you find out, okay, well, what is the skill what is the business that I want to be in? What is the skills I want to be in? And trust me, you can do anything. Anything. If you want to paint toenails, you can do it. You got um one girl, what's what's my girl's name that she got a YouTube channel and she's a billionaire now. All right, uh, was it Kylie Jenner? Uh, she's a an influencer. I think yeah, Kylie. I think it's Kylie Jenner, one of the little uh, Kardashian girls. Probably. Yeah, so she got a billion dollar, uh, a billion dollar. She you know influence channel from YouTube off of makeup. Now, did she make the makeup? No. Did she you know did she create the makeup? No. What she do? She talked about it. She got on and put it on her face and let people know, you know, this, I like this, I don't like this. You got influence that do that, you know, gamers. Yeah, I like this game, I don't like this game. This is what's good about this video game. This is what's not good about it. They got millions of followers making millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? So even if you don't, even if it's not a talent, you know, obviously you can take somebody else's stuff and talk about it and get people to follow you and make money. So, I mean, and it's, it's really about whatever you can think of. You know, whatever you can think of. And the idea is to think of something that's not going to harm someone else, something that's providing value. If I'm a gamer and I'm spending my money on games, then watching that channel is going to provide me value because I don't know what to pick up. I don't know what to do. So you find out what, what it is that you want to do. Whatever your skill and talent is, start there. Start somewhere, right? As far as the business, you want to get it structured. So you want to get a business. You want to get either LLC or a corporation. Personally, I like corporation because I like keeping everything separate. Here's the difference. One of the differences, tax time comes around. If you have an LLC, you have to file that on your personal taxes. If you have a C corporation, C corporation is a person. It files it on, it files its own tax return. It doesn't have nothing to do with me. So what's my tax situation? If I'm making a hundred dollars, if I'm making you know a hundred thousand dollars cash. I probably want to have a corporation because there's bigger benefits, there's bigger um, deductions that I can take in a corporation. If I make that on my personal taxes, my um, my tax rate's gonna be outside the door. Corporations gonna probably pay a little bit less than less money than me. So you should figure out the structure, um, corporation LLC. Once you do that and you pay that money and you're going to pay that to the state, usually you just go to the state's website, Secretary of State, um, and just put that in there. You do it right online. You get your paperwork right then in most states, except for like Maryland, you can actually go and get it. Once you get that, then you need an EIN number, employee identification number. You get that from the IRS, irs.gov. You go there, fill out a fill out their little application online, take you like five, what, five minutes. 
you get your number right then and there, print it off your computer. So now you got your business, you got your EIN number, you are officially a big dog. You have the same thing that Philip Morris has. You have the same thing that Toyota has. A piece of paper and an EIN number. That's all you need. And you are an official corporation. You're a big dog. You're stomping with the big dog. All you got to do now is go out there and make your money. That's all it takes to be a business. Man, that's it. Amazing, though. That's, that's it. That's we- it. Just those two things. Right? Now, you get the Duns and Bradstreet number. If you want to try to start building corporate credit, you get the Duns and Bradstreet number. What that means is that's, a, that's so you can get supplier credit. First, you want to get supplier credit. Suppliers are companies that have basically their own accounts uh, that can set up their own credit accounts. So, you know, um, let's say, for example, Staples. Staples is a supplier. Why? Because you can go get a Staples card. It's not a Visa. It's not a MasterCard. It's a store credit card. And Staples will say, hey, Here's a credit card for $2,000, $10,000. Anytime you need something that's in our store, come on over. We got you. You do that with five different companies. Staples, you got Target has one. Uh, I believe Walmart has one. Wawa has a fleet card. You know, just companies that have in-store credit. You build that up. So now you have supplier credit. After you get your supplier credit straight, then now you can start applying for regular credit with your company. Now, of course, your company has to be making money doing something. Uh, so you get your corporate structure. That's just a structure. So you got two things. You got the show and the business. The show is what you the show is what you do, what your skill is, and the business is your company. And that's show business, right? No matter what business you're in, if you're a nurse, if you want to be a CNA, if you are a CNA, a lot of people are going to CNAs because it's easy to get in. They need to get that money. So you can do that, but why not say, okay, if there's all these CNAs, here's the problem with CNAs. CNA go in there and they do all the hard work, but they usually work for a company. The company will contract with this person and say, okay, well, you know, this person will say, I will pay you $25 an hour to send somebody in here to take care of me. Company will say, okay, I got this CNA. You go in there, I'm going to pay you $8 an hour to go in there and take care of this person. And they pocket it $17 an hour. Why can't you be that person? Why can't you say, okay, send me going to this company. Let me set up, let me start my corporation. And let me go talk to these people and say, hey, um, you need a CNA. I got CNAs. So you pay me the $25. And now I'm going to get my girl that does CNA work. And I'm going to pay her $15 an hour. I'll pocket 10. She get 15. We both getting paid. So that way, instead of you working for eight, you done made 10. You done made 15. And you do that three times, you done made $40 an hour, $80 an hour. Right. If you know how to do math and you do books, you know how to do somebody's book. If you want to raise, all you got to do is get more clients. Go and say, hey, you're a small business. You ain't got time to do all of this. Let me why don't you let me take care of all of your receipts and all that stuff and put them in a form in a format Excel spreadsheet for you. I'll do that each month. You pay me. I know you pay me three hundred dollars and I'll do it for you. And then I go get five other people to do that for. Now, all of a sudden, I'm making fifteen hundred dollars. So you can do it. Just do it for yourself. And just get your um, get your business straight so that you can get the tax breaks. At these cats that's making twenty billion and paying no taxes, you can get those type of tax breaks. But get a business. You, everybody everybody should have a business. Everybody should have a business. Man, I really, listen, man, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. That's the, that's any more information. That's all the steps right there for people to get started and get on their way, basically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just let's just do those things and you're going to be straight. The rest is just coming up with some ideas on how to get your hustle on. That's cool, man. And, and uh, Mr. Mr. Elliot, um, I really appreciate that, man. I really appreciate all the knowledge and wisdom that you just dropped. And to the viewers that watch this, I hope they learn something. Because like I said, um, at the end of the program, um, in the description box, you know, here on YouTube, um, I, y'all better go and um, there'll be links that he will give me that I will put on there. So y'all can go and click on different things based on pressure, whatever type of business you try to get going. But I'm sure you're gonna give me the links to the all the licenses and stuff they can go to the websites. All yeah, those would be those will those will change depending on what state you know what state they're in. But one of the main things that I'm gonna give you is I'm gonna give you one of my sites called the Entrepreneur Lounge. It is a uh, it's a portal that I set up that has 
right now has a bunch of free training on there. So it gives you articles of incorporation. It shows you how to start up your 501c3, how to get your how to get your tax deduction. It shows you how to put together a business plan. And I got all of the stuff that you that you can't really find. I have it all on there for free. I have you know lesson plans that you can go through. Um, there are videos up there. There are free books that'll show you how to be you know how to be an entrepreneur. Everybody can go over there and do that for free. And if you have some specific questions, you can hit me up on there. So that way I can give you the answer. And anybody who's interested in it, they'll be able to see that same answer. So, yeah, come on over. I'm going to give you that. Okay. that link. So that link right there, they'll be able to get all the information that you just you just gave? Absolutely. Okay. Then Absolutely. all the steps of how to get the license and all that on there? It's all on there. All right, then. Well, that, that's simple. For you. Thank you for that. That's simplify a whole lot of stuff then. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of different links. They just come to your, your website. Mm-hmm. And uh, get all the information, man, Mister Elliot, Eddie. I really appreciate all the knowledge and wisdom that you drop, <clears throat> and it's very helpful. And I thank for you, man, because you you bring value to your information. Knowledge bring value to to my programs in the channel as well as I build and create with different people sharing their ideals and talents and gifts. And uh, I think this is one of uh, one one a very good one. For a lot of people in this day and time who don't have no longer, you can't have no longer job security any jobs anymore. Um, yeah, and it's scary. It's kind of scary for those. Well, it's scary for those who don't know how to make other things meet. But it could be good if they figure out how to do what you just tell them and go through the steps, and so they won't be depending on, you know, work for people they don't like or don't respect them as a human being. Absolutely, man. And you know, I appreciate you, brother. So anytime you want me to come back, just hit me up and I'll be here. All right, Mr. Elliot, Eddie. And I want to thank you. Uh, thank all those who's tuning in. Thank all those who's listening. If anything else you want to say before you go, close out, Mr. Elliot. Hey, man, if I drop anything else, man, I would just I just want to make sure people know that whatever it is that you have in your heart, you can do it. You can really do it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't. I don't care if 20 people say that's a stupid idea. Go ahead and fight for it, you know what I'm saying? Because whatever you're fighting for today is the dream that a lot of people have that they're not fighting for. And this is going to cause you to, to leave a legacy, not just for yourself, man, but for generations to come. So whatever you have in you, make sure you get it out there. Make sure you do it. Don't give up. Don't listen to nobody. You keep fighting for it. And you're going to get it. You're going to win. You're going to win. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Elliot. And thank all the people who's tuning in and watching this program. If you, have, if you like the program, um, subscribe to my channel, um, like the channel, share with friends, share with family. Um, I think this is very, uh, very powerful information, a tool uh, for me and all the people who's, who's looking for how to make money without scheming and scamming and not without, you know, uh, make your money work for you, basically. You know, I know some people do it the hard way of hustling. So you can make it a lot easier for them to hustle and think outside the box and save a lot of money in the process as well. So thank you, Mr. Elliot. Thank all the people who's tuning in. And, um, man, continue y'all to do what y'all doing. And thank you for everything. See you later. And uh, peace and love and light to all of y'all. Thank you. Thank you.